We are here to provide an informative and entertaining method to reach out to our community of Spruce Grove. Our goal is to build connections within our society. If you have any questions or concerns about anything you hear on this podcast, you can email us at sgplpodcast at yrl.ab.ca. Uh, 2021 to everyone and thank you uh, to all the returning listeners and new listeners for joining us. We're bringing back the segments you love and some new content this year. I think we should just get right into it with some housekeeping. Simone, is that a bunny in your video there? Uh, yes. Um, yes. Oh my gosh, it's alive. <laughs> yeah, that is, no, it's a real bunny. We're doing the podcast on Zoom and I'm working from home today in my basement and I'm joined by my dog, my cat and two bunnies. The one that startled you, Courtney, is a Flemish giant named Ranger and there'll be a picture of him on Instagram. He's a very good bunny and a big fan of the podcast. It's our first fan. It just scared me because it was so still and then it turned its head and I was like, oh my gosh, it's alive over there. I would pick him up, but he'll kick me. Oh, okay. That, that's fine. I can, I can see him. He's cute from afar. Mm-hmm. We can work with that. Housekeeping items. We will stay focused. Spruce Grove Library is on TikTok. I think we have about 12 videos. There may be more. And we have Teresa and Chelsea making the videos. And they are just amazing. We would love for you to watch these great videos. So go to TikTok and search for at Spruce Grove Library. So yes, view us on TikTok. Uh, Next on our housekeeping items, our virtual programs. They will start the second week of January, which that's already passed. Yep, we're a little late on that one. (laughs) Monday, January 11th. We are still um, waiting for the library space to open before we start hosting our in-house programs but you can find uh, all kinds of online content on our website. So be sure to head over there, check those out, and we will stay tuned with the in-house programs. But not only that, but we have some new programs, don't we, Simone? We certainly do, Courtney. We have the Walking Book Club, Community Crafts, Pokemon Club is back, Manga Anime Club, Kids Coding Workshop, Zoom Free Storytime, Pet Reading Photo Challenge, so much great stuff. Check everything on sgpl.ca under the programming tab. As we are starting a new year of 2021, it is also SGPL's 60th anniversary. It seems just yesterday I was here for the 50th anniversary. I can't believe it's been 10 years already. Oh my gosh. Do you remember how you celebrated the 50th? We had a very nice cake. The newspaper came and took some pictures of us. And we also had a scrapbook that was full of past and present memories of the library over the years. There will be tons of new stuff and announcements. We'll try to hit as much as we can in the podcast. Like we're going to have a fundraising opportunity, some more bigger, better events. I'm going to give away too much because I'm pretty excited about some of them. We'll hopefully have some other TikTok and Instagram sensations at our library. Stay tuned for those amazing details. And our next segment is Tech Time. Simone, 
and the Track Pack app. Simone, tell us all about that Track Pack app. Thank you, Courtney. So yes, I'm really excited for the first Tech Time to be about this app because it is so cool. They have done so many updates to it. It's very easy to use and it's available to download for free for Android and Apple. So the first thing you want to do once you've downloaded it is log in. As with everything else, it's logging in with your library barcode. So numbers on the back of your card without the spaces and then your PIN, which is the last four digits of your phone number. Once you've done that, it'll come up with a screen showing bestseller fiction, a menu with scan ISBN barcode, which means if you're in, say, a bookstore or at a friend's house and they have a book that you just really, really are interested in, you can scan the barcode and it'll show you if any libraries in track have a copy. Also, nearest libraries, my account where you can manage your loans, your holds, and more, and a section for ebooks and audiobooks. So you can go directly to Hoopla and Overdrive, RB Digital, Audiobook Cloud, where you can get audiobooks, ebooks, download them to your device, enjoy them, and not even get a late fee. Once the Lending time is up, they just become inactive, so you don't have to worry about rushing and getting it back. There's two little dots on the bottom of the screen, and if you go to the second dot, there's a few more things you can pick from. E-resources, so things like A to Z Food America, Consumer Reports Database, Lynda.com, Niche Academy, Novelist, and more. And right at the bottom, it says My Barcode. And if you press on that, it'll bring up your name and your barcode, so you can scan items out with the self-check or just hand it to one of our friendly staff and we'll happily scan it for you. So if we go into my account, it shows how many checkouts you have, any items that you have on hold and any fines that you have. If you go to checkouts and you'll see everything that you have out right now, there's a little arrow next to the title you can press on and you can renew your book or movie, whatever you have. If there are other holds on the item, then you won't be able to renew. But if not, you can renew it twice. So you can have a book out for up to nine weeks. There's also a button that says check out history. And that's basically just how it sounds. It's a history of items that you've checked out with your card. So this is a really cool feature. If you've seen a book and you think, have I read that already? You can go to the checkout history here and see if it's on your list. You can also search for items on the main page. So just under the YRL logo, there's a little magnifying glass. Just type in your search next to that, items that have that name in the title. So for Harry Potter, as you can imagine, there's movies, music, video games, books. You can make it a little bit simpler, add some filters by going to the bottom of the screen where it says any format. Press that and you can select books or music whatever you're looking for. They've really made it easy to search. Once you find an item you like, press on the item and it'll show you how many copies we have in the system and where it's available. So right here, I've got the Essential Harry Potter Film Music Collection. There's one copy in the system and it's available at Grand Prairie. And there's a big button for placing a hold. So I'm going to do that. It then says select pickup location. So I'm gonna pick Spruce Grove Public Library, but you can also Pick the many libraries that are in track. So if you're closer to, say, Stone Plain or Onaway, you can pick there and the item will be sent to that library for you to pick up. If there's a particular genre of book that you enjoy, 
I really like graphic novels, for example, you can go to more, which is just under the search bar, and it'll bring up new and notable books. So there's ones for bestseller fiction, mystery, graphic novels, romance, sci-fi. So that's just a few of the items you can borrow that they're highlighting on here. And if you want to go back to the main screen, press the little icon on the top right hand side that looks like a house and it will take you right back to the home screen. So I would give this definitely a five out of five. Well done YRL. If you have any trouble using anything on it, of course, give us a call and we'd be happy to walk you through any steps because we all know technology, as wonderful as it is, sometimes has a mind of its own. Every day, books that hold wonderful stories are left sitting on the shelves here at the library, overlooked and at risk of being withdrawn. Each podcast, we're going to highlight two of these hidden gems and tell you a bit about them and perhaps give them a chance to be checked out and saved from the chopping block as we present Rescue the Book. So, what is your book pick for this month, Courtney? My rescue book pick is I Shall Wear Midnight by Terry Pratchett. Oh, I love Terry Pratchett. Right? Terry Pratchett's wonderful author. Lots mm-hmm. of good stuffs. I think I was reading a Neil Gaiman, and then he mentioned him, and then I think they collabed on a book together. They did, yeah. And I read that book. I haven't read that. I've read the Discworld series back in the 90s. I got to, I think, about book 20. Okay, I should have known this bad on me they worked on good omens yeah i feel stupid oh no i didn't even (laughs) (laughs) okay we both feel bad and i just read that book too like i should have known better a little bit about i shall wear midnight um it's about a young witch uh she spent years studying with senior witches her name is tiffany and now she's all on her own and as the witch of the chalk she performs the bits of witchcraft that aren't sparkly aren't fun don't involve any kind of wand and that people seldom ever hear about. So, you know, the underdog of the witches. But, uh, I mean, I I love the book. It was a really good read. I believe it's only a teen's book. So, I mean, quick read. Um, mm-hmm. I probably would have enjoyed it more. Because I didn't realize that that is not the first book in that series. I probably should have researched it better before I picked it up. Still good. But I think I would have enjoyed it maybe a million times more if I had read it in sequential order. Um, some fun facts about this book. Um, so it's like an urban fantasy novel. The, yeah, the fourth in the series of Discworld novels that focuses on the young witch in training. Um, 38th in the Discworld series and was published in Britain on September 2nd, 2010. It's based mm-hmm. off a popular poem. When I am an old woman, I shall wear purple, which is kind of funny because I think it's that kind of nod to like most witches were black and it's like, nope, I wear purple. So already I'm like, that's amazing yeah definitely good read highly recommend and now simone you have a book pick as well what is yours my book pick is pulse by julian barnes another british author like terry this book is 14 short stories which i really like because i like being able to dip into a book and read a story when i say don't have a lot of time also i was attracted to this book by its title pulse Seems like an interesting name for a book. The stories in this book were, for me, a bit mixed. They're divided into two sections. And my favourite part was section two. Some of these stories are set in the past, some in the present. And the title story, Pulse, about the, I'm assuming, death of his mother. 
and his father's illness was really good. There's also some really great random stories, one about two older women novelists, a woman who regains her sight, a man mourning his wife, and a man who does nothing but walk, 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 and wonders why he can't keep a girlfriend. I really enjoyed this collection. I think it highlights the author's storytelling and the way he's able to play with words. And it was a really entertaining read. I really enjoyed it. So I hope it gets rescued. Next segment, what's happening in Spruce Grove? School is back in session. So remember to slow down when entering a school zone. Very important. Um, what else is happening? Um, looking to reopen on Tuesday, January 26th. Now, of course, like everything that's been going on right now, that is a tentative date that the Spruce Grove Public Library is planning on reopening. But of course, we are following the provincial health regulations. So here's hoping. So fingers crossed, yes. You can find the complete new hour starting uh, changes on our website, that's sgpl.ca. Um, it's, if you look right on the main page there, it's kind of fun. It's kind of like a Where's Waldo on our page. There's a location and hours at the top in blue. Hmm right by the Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest login little bar, it's hiding up there. So if you click on that, that's where the most up-to-date information will be. Our director Leanne's always on top of that. So please check that out. Okay, this is fun for the next one because I had no idea. I was just surfing along the web. Yeah, I was uh, looking on uh, the Stony Plain Public Library website because it's a lot of fun just to see what our, our fair neighbors are doing. And I noticed in their little top left corner there, there was a different logo than the book. I was like, where's the book? And now Simone, if you were to describe this new logo, how would you go about describing this as best you can with just words? I'd say simple and elegant. They've got the same colors, but it's a very neat modern design. I like how the bottom of the P branches off into an L for the library. It looks really good. Yes, that's what I think they were going for, that nice clean look. So well done, Stony Plain Public Library. It's beautiful and I cannot wait to see uh, um, their new library. I believe it's supposed to be built this year. Last time I talked to the director, Allison Stewart. So hopefully we get to see that soon too. Um, we don't have an interview this episode, but we do have fan mail from Emma. So fan mail, yay. Simone, I will let you read your fan mail from Emma. Thank you, Courtney. Well, this fan mail is for you and me. I used to go to school with Emma. I met her when we were 11, so it's been almost 30 years. So she listens to us from across the pond in the UK. And she wrote to us in December saying, Dear Simone and Courtney, I cannot believe your latest podcast is the last one for the time being. I love listening to them. Although I have to say, you didn't mention the world's best dinosaur film, which is of course, Dinosaur, the Disney classic from 2000, with Aladar. Please come back in the new year, if not before. Until the next time, love from Emma. Well, she's right, we didn't mention Dinosaur. And I'm sorry for that oversight. But thank you and I hope that you're enjoying this first episode, Emma. And we're so glad to have you as a fan. And any other fans, if you would like to write to us and have your email read out live on the air, then drop us a line at sgplpodcast at yrl.ab.ca. Yes, thank you, Emma. And thank you for kind of giving us a little, um, and our audience, a little taster into what next our next episode will be. I heard the mention of Disney. Hi. We have a Disney episode for our next episode, so be sure to stay tuned for that one. 
so excited about that. Yes, I hope we'll have our special guest on uh, that episode as well. She's a Disney fanatic and go-to person. Hopefully we'll have all that. So we're almost at the end of this episode, but we didn't want to go without giving a special mention to the accomplished Canadian actor, voiceover star, Kirby Morrow, who passed away recently. Really great guy, amazing actor. I had the pleasure of meeting Kirby in 2015 when he very kindly came to our SGPL Comic-Con. It was so exciting because he's probably best known for his voice acting. He's worked on many animes, uh, Dragon Ball Z, Ninjago, where he was the voice of Cole, X-Men, Ninja Turtles. My goodness, so many great shows. We had him as a special guest signing autographs, talking about his career. He was so friendly and approachable. He spent extra time meeting all his fans. And it was just the highlight of the year and one of the highlights of my life at the, the library. I absolutely agree. I had the pleasure of meeting Kirby Morrow at an animeathon convention at McEwen University. Um, he did a panel there and I actually met him at the pop machine before the panel and didn't know who he was. And he was just such a wonderful person. When I got to the panel and figured out who I was speaking to at the pop machine, it was like, whoopsie doodle, bad me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, whoops. Cause everyone was saying in line at the panel, like Kirby Morrow's walking around, Kirby Morrow's rocking around. He's not like in his hotel suite waiting for the panel and then going right to the panel. Like he was out and about and everyone was like, did you see him? And I was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And then found out as I got up to the panel, I was like, oh, indeed I did see him. Hi, Kirby Morrow. <laughs> it's nice to meet you again. Um, he was just a very kind individual. When he stepped into that room, he commanded that room. That room was his. Mm. Um, great actor. My favorite, obviously, was in um, Inuyasha as Miroku. He's just such a wonderful person. Such a pleasure. And we are very sad of his passing on November 18th of 20. And finally... Our director, Leanne Miglin-Carter, knew Kirby since they were children, and we'd like to read this touching tribute that she wrote for him. I am still struggling with the immense sadness the death of Kirby Morrow has brought to me and my family, as well as his family, friends, and thousands of fans. He and I have been friends since we were toddlers, and it was obvious way back then that he would do great things, and that he did. So that is it from us for this episode. It's a slightly shorter one, but we will be back near the end of the month with another full length behind the stacks. So goodbye from me. And adios from Courtney. Bye. Cheerio. Cheerio.